0: Welcome back to the Smooth Kitty Podcast. I really appreciate you and your willingness to educate yourselves about you and your skin and different products that you are able to use with your specific skin type. Again, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I am always here and I love answering questions no matter how vague or simple they are. hello my lovelies i just wanted to hop on really quick and just uh record an episode for you guys today um really cool and exciting thing so you guys all know that i live in eastern idaho um where it is but cold in the winter and in the fall and literally anytime because this place is super bipolar and it sucks and everyone knows everyone that does know me knows that i love humidity warmth and everything of the above in the hot uh climate regions i did live in texas for a time and you guys i loved it i lived in austin and then san antonio austin obviously was my favorite there were so many great things about austin and the weather was one of them and then the bad thing about texas was the cockroaches because gross and (laughs) They were just so big. Uh, they were just big. And the fact that like people had to step on them for me and then that crunching noise, you guys, gross, gross. Anyways, so yeah, really exciting news. Um, My husband and myself will be moving from Southeast Idaho to the Boise area where I grew up. Um, I grew up in Eagle and we're gonna live around that area. And you guys, I'm so excited just because my family lives over there and we're the only ones over here and I feel so left out and I'm, I do get some FOMO because we have like this huge group chat and my twin brother and myself, we both don't live in Boise, but he will be moving in July and I'll be moving in hopefully June, maybe sooner, depending on if I get a job sooner over there and then I can bring my dogs over and then we can show the house without having my dogs here so you guys I'm just super happy that I get to be with my family once again five years into living over here not the best not for me anyways. this is not made for me Boise is just a bigger city and I do love bigger cities my husband on the other hand doesn't but he said he wanted to do it for me and that he just loves me so much, you guys, and it's so great. <laughs> he just knows that I want to live by family and living by ourselves. I mean, it is great for a time in that independency, but um, we're going to start having, like, a family soon, and I want it to be by family so that they could help um, because everyone knows that I'm going to be a hot mess when I'm, like, pregnant and have kids so, that's what our plan is, and I'm trying to get a job over there as an esthetician. Hopefully, I can do, like, teacher stuff as well. I think that would be really awesome, but they aren't hiring right now, which is kind of a bummer for me. But, I mean, I'm going to still do all of my podcasts and everything and answer your guys' questions as much as I can. We're, we're going to be really busy over there, which I'm so happy about. Um, and I know this is, like, a lot of, like... um what is it called? Uh, Updates in my life. But I would like to start my own business. That would be great because I did have an interview on Saturday and it was like a little studio area and I was going to be the only esthetician. And we'll see. We'll see. But I do in the future want to start my own business because, you know, I just love Brazilian waxing and Brazilians are my niche, my thing. Um, anyways, this episode has nothing to do with Brazilian waxing, but, um, I just wanted to give you guys a whole huge update about my life and what's going to go on currently and in the future, what's going to happen. Um, I will, I will let you guys know when we do move, but for now we are getting our house ready. And the main thing that we have to really like focus on is the outside, make it look pretty Paint the ceilings and do redo our like hard floors, because um, at the moment we weren't thinking that like real wood wouldn't do anything with our dog's nails, but unfortunately, we're stupid in that arena, but it's okay. That's okay, but that's cool. So we're just gonna get everything done. Today I'm gonna paint more of the ceilings for my husband to actually like do the whole interior of the ceiling while I do like the perimeter. So, yeah, and I've been working on the flower beds. Everything's looking great. And it's really warm outside. I think it's, like, in the 70s, which is super nice because you guys know that literally, like, two weeks ago, it was snowing. So, hallelujah. Holla. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about vitamin C today, you guys. Uh, Vitamin C is super important to know just because there's so many different Forms of vitamin C out there, and especially in products, and those who don't look at the ingredient label, they don't know which vitamin C type that they are going to get, and those specific skin uh, vitamin C ingredients could potentially not work for their specific skin concerns. So um, I just want to point everything out that that's what we're going to get into today, and I'll talk about the different types, and I believe there's one, two, three four, five, and six. So there's six different uh, vitamin C's. I will go into more in depth about them and which ones are the best for what. Okay. Um, the different types and then, yeah, just you guys just hold on tight. If you guys have any more questions about vitamin C, definitely let me know in my Instagram, the smooth, sorry, the underscore smooth kitty. Um, I always get questions and I'm, always willing to answer. Again, there's no such thing as a stupid question in my eyes. Even if you think that there is, it's not, I promise. Okay, so um, this chapter of skincare is probably one of my favorites just because there are different types of vitamin C and understanding which one is best for your skin type is just so important because again, you'll either be wasting or really using um, your money towards that product in a productive way. So the skincare industry is full of vitamin C products. Vitamin C is a multitasker at heart. It has been clinically tested for decades to demonstrate that it is an efficient antioxidant, collagen booster, and skin brightener. But this isn't as straightforward as it seems. Vitamin C comes in many different forms. They are not all created equal. It is actually intended that the beneficial vitamin C's smell like hot dogs. Crazy. I like, every time I buy a skincare, or like, sorry, vitamin C, I make sure it smells like hot dogs and not just like water or anything fruity because then, you know, it's not a stable in its stabilized form. But again, the beneficial vitamin C's do smell like hot dogs. And I know that's weird, but it's just the way it is. There are three main ways that vitamin C affects the skin. Reduces fine lines and wrinkles, corrects uneven skin tone, and prevents aging. All of it comes down to the fact that vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant. The beauty and food industries have almost abused antioxidants to the point where the majority of people are unaware of its true meaning. Cell reinforcements are fixings that keep oxidative harm from free revolutionaries. Truth to be told, free radical revolutionaries can emerge out of any place. They even con- contribute significantly to the natural functions of our cells. With the setting of skin, free extremists are, um, are like free radicals are profoundly receptive particles produced by the sun, infrared, tobacco smoke, stress, and etc. The most effective antioxidant is vitamin C. Our skin naturally contains the following antioxidants, CoQ10, glutathione perioxidase, superoxide, dismutase, vitamin E, uric acid, carotenoids, melanin, and vitamin C in skincare products. You would naturally assume that anything found on the skin should be beneficial to your skincare routine, but that is not always the case. To determine their penetration and stability, each of these actives must be tested. The current industry standard for antioxidants in skin care is L-ascorbic acid, or also known as L-AA. Vitamin C is a great ingredient for brightening the skin in addition to being an antioxidant that aids in the prevention of aging. Melasma and hyperpigmentation can be effectively treated with it or another brightening ingredient as it has been demonstrated. Finally, this multi-talented uh, vitamin C has been displayed to help collagen production. Not very many fixings have been demonstrated to support collagen and this makes sense of why ascorbic acid additionally assists with limiting the lines and wrinkles. For example, let's say you would rather make a concoction of vitamin C out of lemon juice and other ingredients. Wouldn't lemon juice be a good source of vitamin C? The pH of lemon juice is about 2.2. The amount of citric acid is about 5 to, 5, sorry, 5 to 8%. The amount of ascorbic acid is about 0.7 grams or milliliters of juice. Normal vitamin C that you find in stores has a, at least 5 to 15% vitamin C and is Stabilized lemon juice is not it is very acidic to the skin and remember that the skin's ph is naturally found around like 4.5 i think it's no 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 it's 5.5 um and so the ph of lemon juice is a 2.2 that is very acidic you guys um the only thing lemon juice is able to do is effectively acidify your acid mantle meaning it would burn your face and leave your face without an acid mantle So lemon juice is a no-go. Please don't use lemon juice on your face because then your skin is going to get super sensitive due to the fact that you have a compromised barrier, meaning that you don't have a nascent mantle anymore. Okay, so let's talk about the different types of vitamin C and what each of them do and benefit which skin type. (sighs) Let me take a little breather. Okay, first one, we have the gold standard of vitamin C in terms of performance. It is the L-ascorbic acid, also known as L-AA. The target pH is under 3.5. Effective percent is between 5 to 20%. It is good for pretty much everything. Truly, truly. The gold standard in the vitamin C trio of functions, which is brightening, photo-protecting, and boost collagen production. Um, there is nothing that it's not good for. So again, gold standard of vitamin C. Then we have magnesium ascorbyl phosphate. This is also known as MAP, MAP, and this type of vitamin C tackles melasma. The target pH is 7. It is effective at 5% and is good for support ingredient for pigmentation. And it's not good for Uh, Actually, it doesn't have enough data to show, um, but it is a good standalone product. Again, magnesium ascorbyl phosphate tackles uneven hyperpigmentation, also known as like melasma, um, photoaging, anything like that. Next, we have sodium ascorbyl phosphate. This is SAP SAP. This one tackles acne. The target pH is 7. Effective percent is at least 5%. This is good for the subpar in all three core vitamin C functions, but it does come with acne-fighting bonuses. So in addition to acne-fighting, it is good with brightening, photo-protecting, and boosting collagen. Um, it's the weakest in the collagen-boosting department, so I wouldn't recommend sodium ascorbyl phosphate as uh, for aging or maturing skin because, again, it doesn't have the collagen-boosting um parts on the ingredients. Okay. Or like part of the molecule or whatever. Okay. Next we have ascorbyl glucoside. This is also known as AA2G. It is a popular ingredient in Korean and Japanese skincare. The target pH doesn't matter. It is really pretty easygoing. Uh, 2% is the effective percentage and it is good for fighting hyperpigmentation with potential collagen boosting benefits and it is not as good as an antioxidant as the rest. Um, Then we have 3-O ethyl ascorbic acid. The data on this is really spotty and it has been shown that it does combat hyperpigmentation, but I would recommend other vitamin Cs, but if you can't find the other vitamin Cs, then this one is fine. Lastly, we have ascorbyl palmitate. This one is garbage. It is not good for anything. Walk away from this type of vitamin C because you're then just wasting your money on a piece of crap vitamin C, okay? So um, I'm gonna be talking about next the good combinations of vitamin Cs would be good with other specific ingredients. That includes like ferulic acid and vitamin E. All of those are antioxidants. The trio of ferulic acid, vitamin C, and vitamin E collaborate effectively. Your vitamin C's ability to combat free radicals and the degradation of vitamin C will be slowed by the presence of vitamin E and ferulic acid. Vitamin C is well known to be unstable. So it is extremely important to find a stabilized ingredient. Um, LAA or L-ascorbic acid is the gold standard. Once again, it, it is a stable. Okay, so... It is extremely susceptible to the trio of degradation, oxygen, water, and sunlight. In addition, the death of ascorbic acid is accelerated by temperature. Because of this, it's hard to find the best vitamin C products on the market. Okay, I'm going to be talking about the different kinds of uh, vitamin Cs and what you can find them in, like the different kinds of... uh, Products, like it give be just like a classic serum, silicone oil-based serum, powder, product stability, we're going to be talking about those next. Okay, so with a classic serum, on the off chance that the main fixing is water, it is an exemplary water-based serum. This is for all skin types. This is the most recommended option. The shorter shelf life of this kind of serum is a disadvantage. I would store in a dull, cool region and make a point to close it each time appropriately, like tight. Don't just leave it half screwed on because then it's going to go bad faster. Since it is a water-based serum, integrating it in the wake of post-cleansing is ideal. With silicone or oil-based serum, it is most likely an oil-based serum if the first ingredient, ingredient isn't water and says squalene or silicone oils. The serum that is based on water will not be as stable as this one. It's actually crushed vitamin C, not dissolved vitamin C. Superfine LAA particles suspended in the preferred oil. The surface isn't awesome, it can be oily and grittish, and it takes some time getting used to. Use this vitamin C after applying toners or serums. You don't need the weighty silicones in these items impeding, impeding the other great fixings. And then lastly, we have powder. Um, By far, this is the most stable category of products. It's likewise somewhat modest in light of the sheer measure of dynamic fixings you get. The problem is is that it gets extremely messy. To get most of it out of this kind of vitamin C, um, the best advice is to dissolve these powders in your serum or toner. Makes use of these... Oh my gosh, I cannot make use by giving the fixing list a fast output as well. So, product stability, let's talk about that. Stability again is the most important quality to look for. No matter what kind of product you choose, we all make the mistake of forgetting to put products in a or in a core until we become or come across something during spring cleaning. Vitamin C is a product that should be used immediately upon opening. Your primary color should be clear or a hazy yellow. But when it, you come across it being somewhat orange, it is practical, but it should be for prompt for you to pick it up and and use it as of quick as you can and then finish it. But if it does resemble fine whisking color, it's time to trash it. So, when you're asking yourself when to use vitamin C in your routine, consider the following. Okay. One, vitamin C should be your first step post cleansing in the morning. Use it in the morning because it helps again brighten your skin. And so, when you're going throughout the day, your skin's going to be brightened. Okay. And when you use it at night, um, vitamin C and retinol do not go well together. They just kind of cancel each other out, and sometimes they can make your skin very irritable. Start, oh yeah, sorry, second. Start with a simple 5% ascorbic acid serum, and if you're ready to level up, we go on to number three. Try the classic CE-Furilic combination with 15% L-ascorbic acid for if using... The 15% is too irritating, go back to the 5% L-ascorbic acid serum. If it's still too irritating, consider moving on to a different vitamin C molecule. Again, the different vitamin C molecules can be irritating for certain skin types. Five, is your skin concern aging? I would choose sodium ascorbyl phosphate. And if you're Oh my gosh! What is it talking? What am I talking about? If your um core concern is pigmentation, go for magnesium ascorbyl phosphate because again, that one really helps with like melasma and unwanted pigmentation and uneven pigmentation. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and go follow me on Instagram at the underscore smooth kitty to gain more education about skin, skincare, and content on waxing. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. See you next time.